welcome to midweek service. It is 7 p.m. and uh, this is Pastor Maria Murphy. We are online today. Uh, I miss seeing all your faces in person, but we are online today. Let me just make sure that we are on and that we have volume. We do. We do. All right. Glory to God. Well, um, on morning prayer, what we typically do is we uh, have folks, when they come on, say hello and say good evening or good morning. So uh, now we can say good evening. So as you come on, the only way I really know that folks are out there (laughs) is if you say hello. And so you can say a simple hi, you could say good evening, you can greet your brothers and sisters in the Lord the way you would greet them in church, minus the handshake or the hug, Uh, but uh, feel free to do that, amen? Feel free to do that. Uh, I will wait just here a second or two. I know that getting on, sometimes the notice doesn't go out um, to everyone at the same time. So I am going to wait just a minute or two and uh, give some folks some time. I know we have folks that come on um, YouTube as well. So I'm heading over there um, so I can head over there too and say hello to you. Um, I'm glad for technology for this reason. Now, I don't think that this technology replaces us coming together but it does um, help us to come together. So, uh, all right. So if you, uh, as you come on, just say hello and I will greet you. I am going to give a quick update about where we are with our move and then uh, we'll get into the word just for a few minutes. Uh, Let's go before the Lord. Father, we just thank you and we praise you and we bless you today. I thank you, Father, for your goodness and your grace and your kindness. I'm so grateful to you, Father, for everything that you are doing in our lives. You are so good and your plan is amazing. And I thank you, Father, that as we lean into you, as we press into your word and into, uh, we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us that you're showing us things and revealing things to us uh, that we've not seen before or expounding on the things that we've seen and heard in the past, but we're seeing and hearing uh, and knowing in a way that we've not before. And so we're acknowledging that today and we give you praise for that today because that means we're growing up spiritually And I know you love that. That's what you desire. And so we thank you for the ability to do that. And we thank you that that's what's happening. And so we give glory and honor to you for everything that you're doing. All the praise belongs to you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you today. Hallelujah. Amen. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Good evening, Miss Nasha. God bless you today. Hallelujah. Good evening, Donna. I see you there on YouTube. God bless you. Good evening, Patty. God bless you this evening. Uh, Thanks for coming and joining us today. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. So again, uh, the only way I know that you're with us is if you comment. And so 
that's the only way we know. That's technology. Uh, sometimes it will say someone is watching, uh, but we can't depend on that because it may say you're watching and you may not be. You may click off onto something else. And so the only way I know you're watching is if you comment. And so I appreciate you just saying hello uh, so that way we can know, you know, who's on. It's nice to know who we have uh, on with us. Hallelujah. Hey, Mr. Eric, God bless you. He's in the next room. I know he's on, <laughs> but he's here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, so our move is, and as I'm talking, you just keep typing. If you're coming on, that's fine. Uh, good evening, Mr. Henry. God bless you. It feels like I just saw you because <laughs> I did. Uh, hallelujah. And so, um, our move is complete. Hey, Mike, I just saw him too. God bless you. <laughs> Hope y'all are recovering. We're going to talk about you all in just a little bit. Um, our move is complete family. So, woo! <laughs> if we were together in the room, we'd be, woohoo. <laughs> it's complete. It's done. And so, um, I thank God for, uh, every single person who came and helped in any capacity, uh, even during the past few weeks leading up the past few months leading up to the move. I know mom and Patty, uh, were there several times packing up things, uh, in, in the different rooms, uh, Tracy and Britt were, uh, uh, packing up things in, um, the children's room. Uh, and then I know that, uh, Mike lit youth, in Laura, uh, the Sunday before last, you walked downstairs and they had cleared out all the rooms downstairs, like every room. I, we didn't even, I didn't know this was happening, but Mike's like, yep, we went ahead. I'm like, what? And so it's awesome when, Hey, Maricon, God bless you. Good morning to you for our faith family. <clears throat> Maricon is from, uh, Maricon, you're from the Philippines, I believe. And uh, she prays with us in the morning. It's morning her time. And so it's evening here for us. So thank you for joining us, Maricon. God bless you. And so um, we uh, so we got that. So they moved everything out and uh, put, them all, put it all in the big room downstairs, which was a tremendous help. Threw some things away. So I thank you, Mike, for, you know, leading that initiative and taking the initiative to do that, leading the teens and them uh, down there to do that. So then uh, since the move was on a weekday, uh, many of you had to work uh, and, but many expressed, you know, interest in helping. And it was like, why can't we do it on Saturday? Or why can't we, you know, do it in the evening hours where more of us could help? And I just wanted to tell you, thank you. Thank you for the interest and the willingness to help. It's, it's not gone unnoticed. I know if you could, you would, <laughs> I know that because many have asked, oh, how come we're not doing it? And so just the way it worked out, we had our last service and then did it. So thank you so much for your willingness to help. We appreciate that. That doesn't go unnoticed. Um, I'm going to name some folks and I don't think I'm going to miss any. Uh, I don't think so. Um, and if I do, I'm really sorry. And it, it but I don't think I'm going to miss any. Um, but I'm going to name some folks because I believe that we must give honor uh, where honor is due. And so uh, my dad, who is always uh, willing and ready and able <laughs> uh, to help, 
uh, he he uh, has always gone to the church. You know, every day he is at the church, making sure everything is open, closed, whatever it needs to happen. And so he's always willing. And um, I know that he's gotten, you know, older in age and stuff. And so we're all like, daddy, no, no, you know, and people, and I know he hates that because he's like, I can do it. He knows what he can do. And so he's a strong man. And so I just appreciate him and his just always willingness to show up and help. And I'm going to get teary-eyed because he's such an example to me. Always been my entire life. He is a man that always goes out of his way to do, to help, to just be there to help. And um, it really touches me every time I see it. Even, you know, I know he he's not able to help. Like, we're not letting him help the way he wants to help. I know that. But I just, I, now I'm like, Daddy, just be, just him being present is enough. Just being there, present is enough. And so I thank him uh, for all of his help. He's so helpful. Um, so I thank him. And then mom, Patty, and Donna, um, they were like the trio. <laughs> and they worked um, downstairs a lot. And it was colder downstairs than upstairs. Uh, and so they worked down packing. And even in the kitchen and if different areas, they worked um, the last three days packing up the things from the children's room, the nursery, all of that, just packing all of that stuff up. Uh, and then, you know, getting rid of things that needed to go, um, and then, uh, taking things to their homes as needed things that we can't bring to storage, but need to be stored, you know, elsewhere. So uh, we just thank you, the three of you for doing that. We appreciate that so much. And then, um, uh, David and, um, his son, Kyle, uh, they took down the sign up front, you know, out on the lawn. They took that down. Uh, Dave was up on the ladder, uh, taking down the letter, mentor, strengthen, impact, taking down each of those. That's a big, big ladder. Uh, they took down some of the other signage. Uh, uh, they took down some of the. And so David and Kyle, we appreciate that. He wouldn't even let us uh, get him lunch. You know, I'm like, come on, you know, they took the time to cut him. And so they came before that time. And so we really, really, truly appreciate all each and every one of you. Um, Jessica and her little helper uh, helped Christina and I with the sound equipment. We took all that down. Good evening, Ivan. God bless you today. Thanks for joining us. Hallelujah. And so, um, we were the dream team, me, Jessica and Christina. Uh, we were like the saran wrap queens. You know, you have the big wrap, plastic wrap that you wrap around things. Me and Christina started with the big printer in the office, bubble wrap and saran wrap. And then Jessica got in the mix. And I'm telling you, if you needed something wrapped, we got you. <laughs> we're pros now. We're pros now. And so uh, we wrapped those things all together. Uh, and so uh, I thank uh, Jessica and her little one for all, uh, their help in, uh, taking the time. I thank you all for taking the time to come and pack things up, take things down off the walls. Uh, it was work. And when you work with people you love, it's enjoyable. Amen. We also want to thank, um, Corey and Ashley Kubik. 
they are moving and they have a huge dumpster at their home. And we had some issues with our dumpster uh, not being empty. And they were so gracious enough to allow us to dump a lot of things in that dumpster. And so timing is just uh, something, isn't it? But we thank you, Corey and Ashley, for allowing us to do that. That was a huge, huge help. And so thank you for that. What a huge blessing that was, especially since ours didn't get emptied. And then I, I wanted to take a few minutes and say some special thank yous too. Um, you know, honor is given to whom honor is due. And, um, I wanted to say a special thank you to Christina, Mike and Henry. Uh, they showed up, um, Christina's work began way before this week. <laughs> she coordinated the movers. She found them. We got us quotes, um, compared them, went through the process of, um, uh, that whole process. So she coordinated with them, the storage company, bought the boxes, the bubble wrap, the tape, the labels, lunch for the crew, all this while getting, um, our end of year giving letters out. And that's a big task for those of you who don't know, <laughs> that's a huge task. Um, and then, uh, doing the other day-to-day -day activities. Uh, she was here early on Monday, Tuesday, and, uh, today helping to pack and organize and stay until the job was done. Then she was still working from home. <laughs> and I think the dumpster was her nemesis over the last few days. <laughs> you would not think that trash pickup would be a big deal, but when you're moving a business, it is. And so I just thank you, Christina, so much from the bottom of my heart for everything that you have done to make this process go smoothly. We appreciate you very, very much. Uh, and then uh, Mike took the last three days off work to help with the move, if that's not dedication. And he too was there from 8 a.m. until the job was done each day. He helped pack things up, take things apart, take down high equipment, throw things. He's not a ladder guy though, just so you know. Uh, throw things away and everything else in between. He accompanied the movers to the storage facility and helped us get organized so it was much easier for the movers, which was a good thing because I stood and watched as Mike restrained himself from moving everything into the trucks himself because the crew we had uh, moved at a snail's pace. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, so we thank you, Mike. We appreciate you very, very much. And we thank you uh, for everything you did uh, to make, um, everything goes so smoothly. Um, glory to God. And then, um, I want to thank Mr. Henry. Uh, he also was here, uh, from 8 AM on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday today and stayed until everything was done. He was the one that was up on the big ladder with Mike's assistance, taking down the speakers, the TVs, the signs, the curtains, the projectors, <laughs> uh, the screens. He also made many trips to uh, the dumpster and people's houses uh, to unload equipment that weren't going to storage. And uh, I thank 
you, Henry. I thank you, Mike and Eric's dad, who also helped uh, bring the equipment here to our house, the sound equipment, the printer, because it really helped Eric not have to strain uh, his back. And so I, I personally thank you for that. Yeah. Glory to God. And so, um, um, we call Henry the demolition guy going forward. <laughs> so as a, you know, Henry is our demolition guy. Uh, he found the paper jam in the printer downstairs. That's been that way for years. <laughs> He, by taking an ax to it and he can swing an ax. And so, uh, if you need some demolition done, Henry's like, don't call me, <laughs> but that was awesome. That was, uh, that was just so awesome. And so, um, he just took apart anything that needed to go in the dumpsters. And so, uh, we just thank you for that, Mr. Henry. Thank you for everything that you did. And we really, really appreciate you. Thank you so very much. Again, thank you to every single person who has helped us in any way. Uh, and if you prayed for us, we appreciate it because everything went smoothly. And so we appreciate that. Uh, there's a saying that teamwork makes the dream work. And we laugh when we say that because it's become a cliche, hasn't it? Um, but it is so true. Our mission this week was to, uh, get everything in the building, you know, packed up and moved out. And that would not have been possible if just Eric and I showed up. I'm telling you right now, that would have took us a month or two <laughs> to get done. We would not have got done. Uh, it doesn't take many, but it does take some. And we had some <laughs> glory to God. And so I thank you uh, for that. Uh, I feel that we have to acknowledge the individuals who help. Amen. That come and bring that support. And it's not diminishing uh, what anybody else does, or it's not saying, oh, you should be. No, it's not doing any of that. It's celebrating those who did. And we understand it's work time for people. And so I'm glad that y'all did not skip work. No playing hooky that y'all went to work and did what you need to do and that you brought your supply to that place where you needed to be. And so, uh, we had exactly who we needed to have it, it. I think if we had more people, I don't know that we would have, uh, been able to use more people. You know what I mean? We used everybody we had. And so we thank you for that. <laughs> the donuts were good. Henry had told me on Wednesday, I think it was last Wednesday. I said, um, well, you know, I'll bring coffee and maybe get some donuts or something. And Henry said, well, maybe I'll come. And I said, oh no, I'll, I'll get donuts. He goes, okay, then I'll see you there. <laughs> I said, oh, you're easy. You're easy. And so, uh, I'm grateful. So we've moved out and we're moving on. Amen. We're closing the chapter on 207 Main Street. Hallelujah. But as Eric said on Sunday, we're just leaving a building. We're just leaving a building. And uh, you and I are the church and the spirit of God is in us and he is with us just as he's been with us at 207 Main Street. He will be with us at 1111 Somerset Avenue beginning this Sunday at 10 a.m. Amen. Glory to God. Um, I had a conversation on my way uh, to um, the building the first day of our packing up and moving on Monday. 
Monday morning, I was driving to the church and I was telling the Lord how grateful I am for where he has us right now. And, uh, (laughs) I said, I know it's, and I told him this, I know Lord that it's probably, it probably sounds strange to individuals um, who are on the outside, you know, who haven't been with us for, or those who haven't been with us very, for a very long time, that I would say I'm grateful for where I'm at right now. <laughs> um, because um, we're leaving a place that's been ours. We're leaving a place that's been permanent, comfortable, <laughs> uh, familiar, a predictable structure. Uh, for the past six and a half years, we're leaving that place and we're going to a place right now. Uh, what the place that I'm thanking God for, uh, that's not ours. It's temporary. It's not familiar and it's not necessarily comfortable in that the structure doesn't accommodate all of our needs. Um, where we are right now is a fam- is familiar to those who have been with us for a long time because it's almost uh like we are where we started back in 1999 <laughs> and so uh that's pretty interesting so it may seem strange to tell the lord that i'm so grateful for where he has us right now But as I was telling him this, there was such a joy and a peace. (laughs) I can't even explain it to you. And that's how the joy and peace of the Lord works. And that's how it manifests. And the Lord reminded me um, that uh, joy and peace always accompanies faith. In fact, if you want to know if you're in faith, check your joy and peace levels, uh, because joy and peace will always accompany faith. Uh, if you don't have joy, if you're miserable when you're believing God for something, then you're not believing God for something. You're not in faith because if you were in faith, your joy and your peace levels would be high. But here's the thing. If you're not in faith, all you have to do is get back in faith. (laughs) It's so easy. God makes it so easy. Just get back in faith. (laughs) And so just start believing God again. Start reminding yourself of the word that he gave you. And so that's uh, something that we all can do. Uh, And so I want to just tonight uh, for a few minutes uh, here, uh, I want to show you what the Lord showed me. And it's interesting because I, the, the verse of scripture rose up in my heart in Hebrews chapter 11 and about Abraham, but I didn't fully read it. I didn't go read it at the time. I was just like, yeah, yeah, Abraham, you know how we do. Uh, yeah, I know all about Abraham. And so I went and read this verse and I want to show you what the Lord showed me concerning this and how it applies to us. And it's a picture of where you and I are as a faith family. And so Hebrews chapter 11 and verse eight, and I'm going to read it out of the amplified classic. Hallelujah. Verse eight urged on by faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed 
and went forth to a place which he was destined to receive as an inheritance. And he went, although he did not know or trouble his mind about where he was to go. So I stopped at this verse and thought about when he was called, when he was called to go. And so I looked at when he was called, which is in Genesis chapter 12 in verse one to three, it says, the Lord said to Abram, his, his name was not changed at that point yet. Leave your country, your people and your father's household and go to the land. I will show you, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. Hallelujah. And whoever curses you, I will curse and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Hallelujah. Abram was living in a country he was familiar with. And you would think that the Lord would use him right there and bless him to bless others because he was familiar. It was a nation uh, that he was familiar with, a comfortable place, but that wasn't the plan of God for his life. And so God told him, he called him and told him, uh, get out from there, leave this place of comfort and go to an unfamiliar place, a place that he'd never seen before. It was unseen to him a place God would show him. And Abraham chose faith over familiarity. He chose faith. And, you know, I was, I went back um, and looked at, I was prompted to do this. And it's interesting. It's interesting when God gives you a word, I recommend that you write it down. Don't think that you're going to remember it because when you are in a holding pattern, uh, when I say holding pattern, I don't mean that we're just sitting doing nothing. I mean, just our next step out of where we're at in this season, when you are in a season that we're in right now, uh, it can help you to go back and look at what God specifically says to you, just as it helps you when you get in the word of God and have your faith based on something that he said, because if your faith is based on something that someone else said, uh, then, uh, Chances are it's not going to last <laughs> and you might give up, but if it's based on the word of God and what he said to you, uh, you'll get through it. So I went back and I remembered what he said. And, and it's funny how, when you're in a season like we're in now, where every word of every word he said matters <laughs> and counts. So listen to what he said to me. He said, and I shared this before. And I don't know if you caught this, but I did not. I did not. Every word matters. He told me, sell the building and get ready to build. Sell the building and get ready to build. And that's how I said it. I said, the Lord told me we're going to sell the building and get ready to build. And that's how I've said it. But, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm hearing sell the building and build sell the building and we're building <laughs> no sell the building and get ready to build and so that really stood out to me 
when I went, I was prompted to go back and look at that. That was the word of the Lord to us. And that is exactly what we're doing. We're in the getting ready to build part of it. <laughs> and so, uh, we've been in that part. And so, um, every word matters. And, um, he didn't say, sell the building and build. Uh, we are leaving the familiar and we're taking steps of faith as the Lord leads us. Now we're not stepping out on blind faith. That's not what this is about. We're not stepping out on bl blind faith. We're stepping out on the solid foundation of the word of God from which our faith originates. Amen. And so we're stepping out in faith. Glory to God. Um, then go to Hebrews and let's look at verse nine of Hebrews 11 prompted by faith. And remember, it says that he didn't trouble his mind about where he was to go. And it's interesting because I've not troubled in my mind. I've had people every time I go meet with the town, um, or every time we run into each other, I can tell, you know, body language can tell. It's, um, you know, when you ask someone how they're doing and they've been going through a lot, so there's a way to go, Hey, how are you? And then there's a way to go, how are you doing? You know what that means, right? How are you doing? Like a concern. How's everything? That's what we've been getting, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I'm great. How are you? You know? And they're like, <laughs> you know, uh, because I'm not troubling, I'm not troubled in my mind about the land or, or anything. I would like to have land before we left here, but you know, we don't have it at the moment in manifested, but God knows exactly what he's doing. And so, uh, I haven't given up on that. Not at all. I have not given up on that at all, but I am not, I'm like Abraham. I'm not going to trouble my mind about where we're going. No, because God has that all settled. It's already written in heaven. It's already established in heaven. And with our words and our actions, which are in faith aligned to the word of God is establishing it here on this earth. Amen. We don't have to manifest it. That is not our job to manifest anything here on this earth, but God does the manifesting. We believe him and he makes it happen. Hallelujah. Now we do our part. We do our part and he does his amen. And so then it says, verse nine, prompted by faith, he, Abraham dwelt as a temporary resident in the land, which was designated in the promise of God, though he was like a stranger in a strange country, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs with him of the same promise. He went from having a permanent comfortable, predictable structure, just like we left <laughs> and went to live in tents. Tents speak of temporary shelter, not permanent. Well, thank God our place is not a tent. It's much better than a tent. And look at the company that you and I are lumped together with. He was lumped together, you know, Isaac and Jacob, and he, that was his fellow joint heirs. Well, we're joint heirs with them and I'm joint heirs with you. Hallelujah. And you're joint heirs with me. And we've got some good company. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Good company is so important in your journey of faith. Amen. And so we're in good company. I'm glad you're a part of our 
company, each and every one of you. I am so glad that we are doing this together. Amen. It matters. If it didn't matter, it wouldn't be in verse nine of chapter 11 of Hebrews. It matters who he was joint heirs with, and it matters who we do this faith life with. Amen. And so we're doing this. We're leaving our permanent going into our temporary space. And then uh, it says in Hebrews 11 verse 10, for he was waiting expectantly and confidently looking forward to the city, which has fixed and firm foundations, whose architect and builder is God. Glory to God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, uh, we know that uh, this is ultimately talking about a city with eternal foundations. We all know what this is talking about. Um, but this wording really struck my heart. It really got me. Because we're getting ready to build with, ar with architects. We're getting ready to work with architect and builders. Our architect, the name of the company is Building God's Way. That's the name of the company we're working with. And so this, these words really jumped out at me, whose architect and builder is God and who has firm, fixed and firm foundations. Uh, this is a word we're going to stand on for our project, fixed and firm foundations. And this is what the direction that we're looking at. This is what our eyes are looking towards. Amen. This is where we're headed and what we're looking at. We're not looking to the East. We're not looking to the West. We're not looking any other direction, but we're looking at what God has us to look at. If he tells us to look straight, we're looking straight. When he tells us to look a certain way, we're going to, we're not doing it on our own accord, but we're going to do whatever he tells us to do. Amen. And so a place with fixed and firm foundations, hallelujah, glory to God. And this is where we're headed. These are construction words, <laughs> architect and building. And so I thank God just in that passage of scripture, I saw our phases in verse nine, in verse being called and getting a word and then leaving, being obedient and doing what he said, living in a temporary, uh, you know, situation for a while. And we see the things that Abraham went through in that temporary position. And then finally, that last step, you know, looking forward, glory to God, looking forward for that next step and, and in inheriting the promise of God. And so we are so excited about the promises of God. So we are going to successfully walk through this season, uh, with the power twins, faith, and patience. <laughs> they are the power twins. Uh, during my conversation with the Lord, I made a commitment to him. Uh, I made a commitment to him, uh, that, uh, though this is a temporary, uh, arrangement, uh, I won't be casual in how I walk through this season. I made a commitment to him. I told him, Lord, I'm not going to be casual in how I walk through this season. Even though it's temporary, casual really is, is means not permanent and temporary. And, and that's not just because our situation or arrangement is temporary and we know we have something on the other side, doesn't mean I relax. And I say, oh, well, just until we get through with this, we're just going to get it done. Just get it done. Just oh, three more weeks, you know, uh, and, and oh, 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 10 more months, you know, it, that's not in our vocabulary. 
And that's not our posture because the posture of faith, um, stands tall, uh, and it always stands ready and stands expectant and stands with faith is patience is right alongside but patience is not sitting back with our feet up, not doing anything, waiting. Uh, it, when it says waiting patiently, it's waiting expectantly um, and not forcing things to happen. We will not force things to happen. We will not uh, get in front of the Holy Spirit. We, we will not do that. We just wait expectantly and we take one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. This is how we walk. It said Abraham took steps of faith. It didn't say Abraham took leaps of faith. I thank God it didn't. I have short legs. I like steps. <laughs> it says we, he took steps of faith and that's what we do. We take steps of faith, a step here. Okay, Lord. Now what else? A step here now. Okay, Lord. What else? A step here. Okay. Sometimes we just try to do everything at once when God's just saying, just do that one thing. I asked you to do, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that with faith and patience. And I told him that I won't be casual in how I walk through this season. I commit to be intentional and purposeful in how I obey him purposeful and intentional in how I obey him in how I spend time with him in how I bring and make my supply available each time we come together and how I interact with each of you. Um, and I challenge you all to do the same, make a commitment to do that. Uh, there's nothing casual about obeying God nothing casual about obeying him. I'm all in. Amen. That's what it is to obey him and to, and to come into his presence, uh, and, and to do what he says. Uh, it's about being purposeful and intentional. Hallelujah. And I said something on Sunday that I never thought before up until that moment when I said it. It was right at the end of service. I don't know if you caught it, um, but it stayed with me when I left uh, service, but I had never thought of it before up until that time. So I know it was the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Um, I've just been saying this is a temporary meeting space until we secure our land and build, you know. But on Sunday, I said um, the reality of... Um, this could be even more temporary than what I've been originally thinking, uh, started forming on the inside of me. And I'm saying we can outgrow this temporary space. <laughs> I, and to honestly, and that's such a simple thing. And maybe you thought of that, but I never thought of that. I didn't, it wasn't a thought in my mind until it came into my heart on Sunday. And I'm like, dude, we can outgrow, it's 88 people we can have in this facility that we're going to be meeting in. 88 is the max capacity that they would like us to have. Cause I'm thinking Easter Sunday, this is where my mind went. When you said 88, I'm like, yeah, yeah. On Easter Sunday, we've had in the eighties before. Okay. We'll be fine. And then I'm like, wait a minute. We could 
on Sunday morning, it just hit me. We could outgrow this temporary space and have to go, you know, find another place. And when we do, God, God will have that place all lined up for us. And, and, and what I mean is within a matter of a month or two, we can have so many people come to the church that, cause we're still going to grow in this process. We must grow. We do my, do my members and my leaders hear me this morning? <laughs> do my members and leaders hear me? Hear me, please. We must grow to more people than who we have right now to move into our new building. Thus says Maria. <laughs> we do. We do. We need to grow. And so, uh, we, we need to grow, uh, fi uh, in, in numbers, uh, physically is the word I'm looking for, uh, to, to grow in that way, to move into another facility, uh, because it doesn't make any sense to move into another facility, uh, with the amount of people we have. And we're not building a sanctuary per se. We are, but that's part of our build, but we're building our impact, but we really do to accommodate what the cost of another building is going to be on a monthly basis. Ha 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 ha. Thank you, Lord. He supplies all of our needs, including people according to his riches and glory. But God is not the one who, um, whose feet touches the pavement to do the work, right? He empowers us to do it. So we have work to do while we're in this building. We're not going to be lazy and casual because, um, when we do that, um, that's how everybody else will do. And so, uh, we are going to be, uh, intentional and purposeful. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And so, uh, I, I really want us to outgrow this space. Now it, it became, it was a little thought down here. And when I said it, it just something on the inside of me got grabbed hold of it. And I was like, uh Oh, <laughs> what is this Lord? Is this something else for us to be talking about? And the more I talk about it, the more I see that, the more I see us growing out of that facility <laughs> in short order. Glory to God. Glory to God. Cause then we can have children's services again <laughs> and teen services. Hallelujah. So, so you just stay in step with the Holy Spirit, just as I will. Let's not be casual in our attending and in, in our making our supply available. The same God, the same spirit of God is in us just as he was. It's a building like Mr. Eric said. And he said at that moment, he, that, that thought never crossed his mind until he opened his mouth and said that he said, we're just leaving a building out the door, leaving a building, going to another building. We are the church, obviously we're the church. And so, uh, we're leaving a building, going to another one. Uh, but we're going with the same enthusiasm, even more <laughs> glory to God. Cause we know what's coming. We know what is on the other side. Amen. Glory to God. I, so I thank God for his word this evening. And I thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, I thank him for this opportunity to do this uh, just live, you know, online. On Wednesday nights, it will be a little different. Uh, I thought we, we've been busy the last few days. I thought we'd have information for you for next Wednesday, but it'll be better to give it to you anyway on Sunday. So on Sunday, we'll give you information. But we thought um, on Wednesday nights, we'll do this some. But I honestly, I don't like this. I do this on, on the mornings. I love it.
I love praying Monday through Friday, you know, at 9.30. I love that. When I don't do that, I feel like uh, something is missing. So I love that because I know I can't go to, we all work and stuff. So I know that that is how that is supposed to be for right now, that prayer time. I know it is. Um, but Wednesday nights, I don't like this. This is not like something I like, but this is where we are at the moment and God will help us through this. But we are going to have in-person uh, get-togethers. There's uh, the bowling alley, remember that fiasco uh, that we had in Somerset, but Wednesday nights are a good night uh, for them. But we had Wednesday services, so I was like, mm-mm, we ain't bowling on Wednesdays, but now we can. So uh, maybe other every other Wednesday, maybe next uh, Wednesday, we can meet there. We'll give you the information. If you're on our text list, um, you will get texts. Um, if you're not, um, I wish I had that number with me, <laughs> Christine, if you remember it and Mike, someone can type into comments, uh, to get on our text list, uh, we can let you know. Uh, what we'll be doing. We'll also post it on Facebook so you can uh, look at that um, on Wednesday nights. We're just going to stay flexible. We'll do some online, but we'll do some in person. And then, you know, maybe meet up at um, Dunkin' Donuts in different areas, those in Rhode Island, those in uh, Bridgewater, those in uh, the this middle part here near the church. Just maybe do little get-togethers here and there to just, uh, you know, touch each other and say hello during the week, that kind of thing. So we'll be doing doing more of that. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, couples don't forget the Valentine's couple, uh, couples event at Craig and Nisha's that's going to be on February the 11th. And, and Nisha, if you can type, I wanted to say five, but then I thought it was seven. I think I'm kind of all over the place with time. Uh, so if you can let me know, maybe type in comments, what time, um, Ooh, there it is. Thank you. Um, text 7777 to that number. Um, if you want to be added, if you've already done this, you don't have to do it. So if you've already, if you already are on the list, you sign the paper in the back of the church to get on our, um, distribution list for texts. You don't have to do this, but if you haven't, this is the number Mike just typed it in there. Uh, you can text that to that 774 number, and then you will get on our list. Whenever we send out notices, you'll get it. Nasha, thank you. 5 PM. So February the 11th at 5 PM, please Please reach out to Craig or Nasha Barton uh, for more information on that. Uh, you can see them on Sunday. Ask them for more information. There'll be games and food and different things. Um, and it's going to be a good time. So I encourage you to come and be a part of that. The kids and teens, Mike, will be getting with Tracy and Laura. Come up with some events maybe once a month where uh, the parents can bring the kids, uh, you know, at, to a location to get together. Uh, so that way that um, friendship does not um, Wayne, uh, we know we'll see each other in church, but it's, you know, during service time and you know how we get on to kids for talking to each other during service. So, uh, come a little early and let them fellowship, you know, maybe sit in the car together, you know, or something. We can't be running around the building as we used to. Uh, so, and we shouldn't either, should we in the sanctuary, but, uh, this is good training, isn't it? This, this is going to be such awesome training for each and every one of us, myself included on how to keep my, uh, myself engaged, uh, how to help keep kids and teens engaged in a service. This is, I'm just much grace 
much grace to me in Jesus name. And I, I can't wait. I'm actually excited about it. I've, I've told the Lord, I know you're going to help me through this. This is going to be awesome. And yes, Mike said, we need to keep the youth involved. And so we're definitely going to do that. We need to keep the kids and the teens involved. There's a tendency uh, for them to go, oh, this is boring. And this is my mom and dad's church, you know, but we're going to keep it excited. We're going to keep them involved. Um, and you know what? Kids love and teens yearn for, um, the authentic, the authentic move of the Holy Spirit. Kids hearts desire the authentic move of the Holy Spirit. They don't even know it, but when the Holy Spirit starts moving, it intrigues them and it calls them. That's why a lot of these young kids get into some of these crazy things. And this is why they love movies, you know, like the Harry Potter movies and the Lord of the Rings. That's why, because those things spark interest in them because it's uh, mystical and magical, but there's nothing more authentic and real than God and his word. Those things perish. Those things are counterfeit. Those things are not from him, but his word and his spirit, there's nothing that can compare to it. And, and they're going to see that they're going to see that. And so we thank God for a move, an authentic move of his spirit and, and just a wave of anointing and a wave of revival amongst our kids and our teens and a hunger for the Lord, like never before. Amen. Glory to God. So thank you for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, you can, um, I'm not going to take the time to uh, take up an offering because um, I don't have my, no slides with me or anything to tell you how to give, uh, but you can go on our website, fhfcma.com. Uh, you can give there. You can give via push pay if you normally give in that way. Uh, I thank you for your faithful giving uh, to Father's House Family Church. You're not giving personally to me. I laugh, you know, because I have some individuals um, in my life that I've worked with and I, we've had so many discussions on, um, uh, you know, oh, I wish I could be a pastor. You know, we got back from California and one of the doctors that I see I went in and he's like, must be nice to travel to California. And didn't you just go to Pennsylvania? And didn't you just go to this and that for vacation? I said, it wasn't vacation. I said, it was a conference that I went to. And he said, oh, must be nice conference. What did you go two minutes? And then, you know, you write it off in your taxes. I said, no, actually we did uh, 10 meetings in, in less than a week. And he's like, Oh, like meetings, like, but still it's like vacation. And he's like, man, I wish I could be a pastor where I just open up the church. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to open up a church, uh, stand up front, tell people what to do and take up an offering. I just looked at him. I'm like, you know what? I wish you would. We need more churches. You know, uh, you know, I wish you would. I said, except, except, um, that's not how it works. And I said, listen, uh, I'm new at this. I am new at being a pastor. I said, who do you go to when you're hurting with the, you know, what you're helping me with it, when you have that, who do you go to for that? Do you come to me? Do you come tell me about your problems? You know, my neck is hurting my shoulders. He said, no, cause then you wouldn't think I was qualified. I said, that's right. I said, I can't go to the people in my church for spiritual enrichment and that kind of thing. I said, that's, that's not how it works. Uh, and the light just went on. Oh, I get it. 
I get it. You need to go to church too and receive so you can give to others. Exactly. And I told him, and I'm new at this. So I need all the help I can get. That's why I go to conferences. That's why I go to these things and give myself to it so I can learn and grow and be where I need to be so I can help others. And he's like, oh, now that makes a lot of sense. I'm like, you still want to start a church? And, and I laugh because people say, oh, the church takes money and the pastors live off of that. And I just have to laugh because I'm like, <laughs> you show me where that is, please show me where that is. So I can sign up because you know, if you, if you give me a card with money in it and you put pastor Maria on the envelope, I got to claim that in my taxes. So, uh, no, <laughs> it ain't, <laughs> you know, your birthday presents turn into tax write-offs. You're like, what, you know, you gotta, you know, claim them on your taxes. So no, it's not, you start a church and you make lots of money. This is not something that you do. You're not giving to me. You're giving to the Lord because what you're giving towards is everything that we're accomplishing, everything that we're accomplishing, you are giving towards that. And so the more, uh, we, uh, we're in a period right now where, yeah, we're expensive. Oh, thank God. That's another testimony. We had quoted that. I think I had told y'all the quote we got was like over $5,000 for the move. And when we all saw the snail team that they sent to us, uh, for the move, um, I thought, oh, good Lord, it's going to be $10,000. You know, I can lift two chairs at one time and walk faster than they can. And so I thought this is going to be like $10,000. You know, by the time they get done, it was $2,300. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <coughs> so thank God for his favor. So we thank God, even with the slow movers, it was much cheaper than what they quoted. But, uh, we're in a time where we're still collecting for funding the dream and all of that. And we will continue to do that. And, uh, we are going to look for opportunities to continue to impact Dighton, uh, in this temporary location. We're not going to, you know, just, oh, now we're to ourselves and went, no, no, no. We're still going to look for opportunities. So I thank you for your faithfulness to give. I thank you for doing that. We may not have a mortgage payment. We have storage payment now, and we have other things that we're going to do, but I thank God for his favor and his faithfulness. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me say a prayer before we leave. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Join me in prayer. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father. We give you glory and honor and praise. I thank you for the testimonies of those who have, who, who have come, Father God, and sharing us how they're healed and sober and with their family and all of the testimonies delivered from torment and all of that. We're so grateful for what you're doing in the lives of every one of our members and those connected to us. We thank you, Father, and we give you glory and honor and praise for it. You've been so good. We can honestly say you have been so good. And we look forward to seeing more of your goodness. I thank you for each and every one of us. We thank you as we close the chapter on one, on one part of our journey, we open it up to the next. And I thank you. 
We're so in expectation and we have great faith for what's to come. I thank you for our fellow brothers and sisters of faith. And I thank you that we are doing life together on this road of faith. We thank you and we praise you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you so much for joining us. Have an awesome day in the Lord. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning for those